0: And people are like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, your season's over. Like, he kind of just sat me, and my brother's down. He's like, look, this is something that we're going to go through, and this is really, like, it's going to be really hard. But I will not let this moment define who you guys become. I'm going to shoot to be Olympic champion, too. So that's the goal, and I'm I'm, I'm chasing it. I'm hungry for it, and you know, I'm going to go get it.
1: Going on everybody, this is the Painless Flipping Podcast. I got my man here, Kyson. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Oh man, what a pleasure. So everybody, the reason why I got Kyson on here is cause this man, he's going to Penn State. Is that right? That is right, yeah. Oh, for wrestling. And I when I met him, I was like, man, this guy's a winner. And you all know that this is about real estate, but I also want to bring on winners here. I want to know what makes him a winner, what makes them that mentality work for them. So we're gonna talk to him about his life and see how you know his journey, how it's been and what it's gonna look like. And uh, you know we can relate this to business because you know in order to win a business you got to work hard. So, Kyson, right? I don't yeah. want to say it wrong.
0: No, Kyson, you got it. All yeah. right,
1: bro. So let's kind of get into um, your uh, your life, bro. Like, right. uh, where, where, where should we even start, man? Uh, we want to talk about wrestling. Right. So let's get because that's how we got to know each other. Right. So you started when you were five?
0: Yeah, I was about five years old. Yeah. So. Um, I'm sorry about that. My dad was a good high school wrestler. He was a three-time state champion here in Utah. And then, uh, you know, he was a junior college All-American. Ended up uh, transferring Division One, And then uh, uh, ended up losing in the in the round of 12 blood round to be an All-American. Um, really? Yeah, so he was up 4-0. Uh, got thrown to his back with, like, 30 seconds left. Ended up losing 5-4 to be an All-American Division One, And then uh, that guy ended up being, like, a two-time All-American did placing you, in the next year. Did you year, have so. those
1: uh, videos? Could you
0: watch those? Like- um, I've seen, like... It, that's like pre like internet but we got we have like there's like uh like on vhs like VHS. i've seen yeah a good handful of tape so cool. uh yeah so it's so been your, cool your
1: pops kind of taught you and got you into wrestling
0: yeah oh yeah 100 percent. yeah and uh so he was actually going to chiropractic school in iowa and i mean wrestling's huge in iowa so and that i was okay. born there and so i think oh. it was just like it
1: is huge it, up there. it, right?
0: it kind of just was meant to be a little bit yeah okay so,
1: so you uh, started wrestling you were born there and you started there when you were in iowa yeah right? okay. yeah correct
0: well, how long have you been here in Utah for so uh, actually no so I actually started I, st- I first started wrestling actually in Utah okay. so we moved when I was like about five okay. um, and so yeah the first memories that I had so actually my dad started at Brighton Wrestling Club and that was where I started wrestling too yeah, so young buck, too. yeah so my dad ended up was like the was like the youth coach there because we were living in midvale at the time and um, so, yeah, that was, like, where I first started, I guess. Like, I was in a wrestling room for the first time was. So I got a
1: question about that. Like, did you always like wrestling? Or, or was there a point where you're like, dude, I'd rather freaking go hang out with the homies or, uh, you know, go do baseball? Or was it? have you always been all in on it?
0: So when I was first there, I was just a little kid who had energy, and I was just rolling around, you know, kind of hanging out, meeting, like, you know, meeting little kids, kind of just playing around. And uh, I was, like, when I started, I wasn't, like, very good. I wasn't, like... I kind of, like, didn't yeah, know what yeah, I was doing, and I, I, like, I had, like, good, like, focus, but I wasn't, like, aggressive, really, or anything like that. Um, just messing around. Yeah, and so, uh, you know, like, I liked it, but, like, I didn't really know what it was about, and then um, I, like, I, in, like, a one-year gap, I went from, like, not placing at, like, youth state to, like, making the finals in, like, one year, so I just, yep. like, had a pretty big jump in one year, um, wow. and then, uh, yeah, about, like, you know, I, I was, like, progressively doing good, and then about two years after that... Um, I started, you know, beating a lot of the top guys, like, in the state, like, regardless of weight class, and then we started traveling, and then from there on was, like, when I really fell in love with the sport, yeah.
1: Because it's
0: fun to be good at something, too. Yeah, 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 for sure.
1: So what do you think helped you, uh, you know, make that leap? Because you said, like, within a year, you started seeing, like, better results.
0: Right. I think um, I was able to just, like, focus on technique a little bit more. I think there was, like, a gap where I was, like, a little too young to where like I kind of didn't know where I was doing but like I kind of like matured like had a little uh like some mental maturity growth in that time that period and then you know kind of just evolved figured within that, that year out. figured it out and then,
1: and then you start traveling what what around what age did you start traveling when you were wrestling
0: so the first big tournament I ever did uh it was called uh vac duels it's in uh it was in Richmond Virginia that okay. year I was probably 11 years old oh wow um and so yeah we went and, we went and did that and I had a I mean, it was just like, it's like all the top kids in the country from every state basically in one, like, one building, right, one tournament, and I went, I went like seven and three, and I had never traveled nationally, and that I was, was like, your first, time, first that- time, and there were, I mean, I'd, I'd beat multiple kids that like placed at nationals and, and whatnot, and then from there, it really took off. We were traveling, uh, that next year, we, we traveled everywhere.
1: Okay. And um, let me think. So you started crushing it. and um, how much time would you say you were devoting to like wrestling every year like at that point? Were you, is it like a full time?
0: So one thing my dad did really well was I did I never overtrained when I was young. Like up until I was probably 14, I, I only practiced like two, three days a week. Max, yeah, it was hour and a half practice. They were really intense for that hour and a half, mm-hmm. but yeah, we we would usually practice Tuesday and Thursday every week, and then depending on the week, maybe we'd have another one. But it was typically like two days a week, and so there wasn't a lot of burnout. Uh, but we were, you know, I was competing and I was getting better, and that that was I was using tournaments as practice, you know, to get better. That's so, sick.
1: So uh, folk style, Greco, freestyle, do you do it all?
0: Yeah, so I was mainly folk style. I started doing freestyle Greco pretty consistently about. 13, 12, 13 was like basically that year was when we did it. Okay. But freestyle Greco wasn't taken like super seriously because I, I was playing baseball mm-hmm. and then I would play uh, football in the fall as well. And so, so. You're doing
1: all those sports?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
1: Busy, you're freaking busy then
0: yeah yeah well I and I mean I don't know you're a kid still so yeah yeah Yeah, so it wasn't like wasn't too ridiculously serious but
1: I I feel like you're right you know that's your focus right that's what you're doing so uh did you still do those sports like growing up or
0: so I played I played that that year I played football and baseball until I was about 13 and that was when I really started like kicking into gear um yeah, so
1: when you when you hit that age and start kicking into gear, did you feel like you just hit another level? Like what? Oh yeah. Tell me about your your journey cuz we're, we're right at, I think right now we're at like 13 years old.
0: Right. Yeah, so I just I knew I kind of like knew I was like I want to be I want to be a national champion and like my wow. I had kind of chatted with my dad and uh you know, he was like, you know, the thing uh, that I like about wrestling for you is it's going to give you the opportunity to get your, your school paid for, which is, which is really cool. Cause that was like, you know, what ended up happening on with Penn state.
1: Correct. So he's talked to you and it actually happened.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, so that was, that it was really crazy, so. but I, I realized, you know, my, I kind of sat down with my dad and there was this kind of life plan and my dad's like, I don't care if you ever, I don't care if you ever place a nationals at college at all. But if you, if you have an opportunity to get your college paid for and set you up on a on a path to create future financial success. Like I want you to go chase it if that's what you want to do. And I was like, like I'm in on that, oh, wow. and so that was, you know, he spoke he's it into existence. Spoke it into existence yeah. for sure, yeah.
1: Okay, so you started, um, you know, getting all all in on this. So what what was the difference? Like what what changed from, you know, when you went pretty much all in?
0: Right. I think it was just I got I got the extra time wrestling. So let's say even maybe my practice load didn't go up. It was still two three days a week, but now I'm doing two three days a week from beginning of September until until June, yeah. right? Uh, at that time and reps. so more, more, reps. more reps I'm not I'm not like missing tournaments or practice for baseball or football um and that decision was made one year because we went to uh one of the years I was playing football we went back to those duels in in Virginia and I ended up going six and four so I actually did worse than I did the previous year and it wasn't necessarily like I mean the matches were close they were competitive but it was like had I had that extra two months of training you know it would be uh I think it'd be a big like a big help right and so uh no football that year uh or sorry that next year we trained for virginia beach i go nine and one wow and so now i'm like okay you're seeing the results yeah yeah and so and so that was like that really clicked and so i was like we got i gotta just stay with this like there's there's like real real you know potential here
1: that's awesome man
0: and you believe in
1: yourself sounds like your pops had a a big uh you know uh, play in that like you you get, get
0: better that's awesome yeah 100 percent
1: so did you see buddy since you've been wrestling since you're five and you were wrestling on a high level um when you were young did you see a bunch of guys that were really good that just kind of flamed out that you're that just like kind of gave up yeah they all kind of stick around like from being good from 13 did they still stay consistent
0: yeah yeah so yeah we definitely saw that and um I don't know if I'm supposed to share like a name or something, Dude, but, uh, name, then they th- might watch this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They might. But, uh, so there was this, there was this kid. I'll tell you his, um, his name was Tristan Smith. Mm-hmm. He killed me really? every time. Oh yeah. He, he used to win nationals when we were here. And, um, he was here in Utah, here in Utah. Yeah. And he used to just crush me. Well, what, just curious, what was he crushing? You Was he really good on his feet? Uh, Good at, it didn't like, matter what whatever. position I was in, he was killing me. If I was on bottom, he was putting me in an bar. Or if oh I was on gosh. if I was on my feet, he'd shoot this like outside fireman's carry, take me down every time. And uh, and uh, yeah, so but he was like one thing my dad always used to tell me he was like, I don't like I was never allowed to cut weight as a kid, mm-hmm. and he was always way bigger than me. Like we'd be in a bracket and he'd be giant. So he was yeah, and my dad used to tell me he's like, if you just stay on the path, like people are going to fade out and you're going to jump levels, right? right and you're going right. to keep jumping levels. And we never, like, got to wrestle, uh, like, in a tournament, really, after those years. But just, like, you know, credential-wise and just, like, you know, we compete alongside each other and I was just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, I was climbing up. And he, he ended good up...
1: too. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. I mean, he's a great kid. We stayed friends. Of course. But.
1: Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, you were able to see the competition and your your hard work and your ethic, work ethic, kind of separate yourself right, right. from the pack. So, let's. Uh, is there anything else you want to kind of let us know about in your journey uh, up into, you know, where you're at? Because I think we're just talking about, like, 13. Now, you're leveling up. Yeah. Tell us, uh, yeah, what else you
0: got? Well, I think one of the things, my dad has always been big on, like, physical fitness. Like, you know, kids will, like, be grounded or, like, get their phones taken away. We did, like, runs and burpees and what? and push-ups and really? sit-ups and dips. Oh, yeah, that was our punishment. Like If
1: you, what, like, if you did something
0: bad? Or... Yeah, for, like, we had chores that weren't done. It's, like, we, we used to have this, uh, our punishment was, like, 100 burpees in seven minutes. 100 burpees in seven minutes. like that's like pretty hard that's especially for like 100 burpees period 100 burpees <laughs> period is hard but like yeah. in a seven minute window i mean you're going at a pretty like is that that's possible, a, bro? oh oh yeah oh yeah oh it got up it got up to six oh, anyway we, we but when we were younger that was like the that was kind of like the punishment right and it was yeah, like yeah. you because because like in hindsight like what like you take the phone away right but then they like like you get it back right, right. but like the burpees, it was like that was like really hard and it sucked. So one, I'm like probably not gonna do whatever I did again. But like also, that's like, I mean, I'm like getting stronger. It's yeah. like growing my conditioning. Right? There's like there's like a benefit to it. You, you know what like, I'm saying? Uh,
1: do you have like a really jacked brother sister that just always got in trouble because they had to do so many burpees.
0: Uh, dude, my I, like all my brothers are are pretty fit because okay. of that. Like <laughs> like if you if you put like a like even just like a pretty hard workout in front of them, they're probably going to crush it just because- They get in trouble so much, dude. Yeah, well, Yeah, I know. My brother Parker's, Uh, he's he's stubborn. Yeah, and so, so he's, he's always burping. He'll, he'll take the, he's willing to uh, like, for me, I'll just keep my mouth shut. He's too prideful. He's like, he'll keep talking and he'll just, he'll rack up those. Wow. He did like, he did like, what, it was 1600 burpees in one day, one time.
1: 1600 burpees? Yeah. Bro, I don't think I've ever done 1,600 burpees in my life. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Dang. Okay. So um, maybe life, that, but not yeah, a day. Yeah. But that's amazing. So you, I've never even heard of that, bro, that punishment. Like, that's amazing. Dude, it, it works. It sounds like, I mean, from what you're saying, it works and it keeps you in shape. Right. Like you said, that phone, they're going to get it back. But, you know, at least with the punishment of the burpee, they're going to be strong. Right,
0: right. And wow. if you don't have the phone, like, you can go watch TV, like... You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just little things that, like, I don't know. That that, that punishment was, like, it was beneficial. For you know sure. what I mean?
1: I like that. Let me let me ask you this. this is just a thought I had. So are you a student of the game? Like, do you like watching what wrestling matches and studying it? Or do you mainly just like to go practice and train?
0: I love to watch wrestling. You like to yeah. watch yeah. wrestling? Yeah. It's heard. probably one of the biggest. I think it's probably when I made some of my biggest jumps was when I started to watch. And I still watch a lot. And I'm always, like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. always constantly learning. And I think that's part of... Of loving it because the, the, the thing that's cool about wrestling is you never really reach your ceiling right? Oh, right and so you're you're always watching somebody that's better than you in specific areas and I mean I like watching especially the guys that are like you know in college and upcoming um
1: do you have a favorite like a college
0: wrestler uh, I'm a big Jordan Burroughs fan Jordan. so I know he's past his college days but uh yeah awesome. big yeah just I mean just like the I got bummed about Chance Mars you know, Chance beating him, huh? Yeah, do that like, that, like, hurt my heart yeah. a little bit. And, like, like Chance has an amazing story, and Very he's worked true. so hard. Um, and, you know, like, all, like kudos to him. Great dude. I've actually, like, he's a club coach, so we've, like, run into him before. Super cool guy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Jordan Burrow is just, like, you know, that's, like, my guy. Like, I've chatted with him, you know, like, in person. And I, I don't, like, really, like, know him or anything like that. But, you know, like, I've had conversations with him, just seen him at tournaments or whatever. And wow. just super cool guy. I mean, he, like... Basically kickstarted like American wrestling back up like 2000, uh, yeah, yeah. 2013 Istanbul, Turkey, I believe he was the he was the only medal that the U.S. had, and he won. And now and now it's like weird if we're not like in contention for a team title. And he was like the. I
1: remember that. I remember they even tried to kind of almost get rid of the uh, wrestling in the Olympics, like back in back in the day. They were almost like trying to like change the rules or something. Right. But he, I feel like he. You're right. Like he not only kickstarted here, but just got people more excited. In it. Yeah. That's so
0: cool. Oh, right. so you
1: met him. So like Jordan
0: Burroughs, big Jordan Burroughs fan. Um,
1: awesome. Okay. So uh, anything else as we talk about where you're at right now and how you got the Penn State? Anything you want to cover until like
0: um, until high school starts about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess just in the in the you know like the middle school scene. I started like getting. I was like you know I was uh, like top three in the country around this time. I was like. Uh, There's a tournament called Tulsa Nationals, like toughest middle school tournament in the country, and I was like, I, I made like the finals there. Like it was, it was like getting to the point where I was starting to, you know, like like it was recognizable that I was starting to become one of the better guys. Wow. Um, around you know which was really cool so so
1: what do you think separated yourself on the mat like i know your your preparation but did you have like a specific go-to move or did you were you really good at riding like something that like you it's like hey if i can get to this position or if i can do this like this game yeah yeah is there anything like that
0: or is it just all Uh, around you were yeah when i was uh like when i was younger my dad always used to tell me he's like speed kills like it was just like kind of a like a genetic thing I always had. I was always really fast. And so a lot of what I was doing on the mat was just like a lot of fakes. I was like a big, like low single ankle pick guy. I was, um, you know, like my reattacks were really sharp. Um, I think that was one thing that made the biggest difference. I wasn't like a super like good hand fighter, but I was like really good from from space when I was younger. Good,
1: yeah, and a lot of people like we, we wrestled actually, and yeah. I like to tie up, right? right. You don't, and I you, you I could tell you you don't need to tie up in order to do attacks, right? Which is like for me, I'm like, oh man, the guy doesn't want to tie up now. I gotta like, you know, so I, I that's gotta awesome. close the gap, that's right? Price. Right. Cool. All right, so let's talk about high school, man. So you get into uh, you're doing well. Tell tell us about you know your high school experience.
0: Yeah. So high school was, um, was kind of a crazy time. So, um, right before, so I guess backtrack just a tiny bit. My, um, my mom got sick with a rare autoimmune disease. And so she was sick for like two, two and a half years. Um, In, in high school. Uh, so just before, so this is like sixth to like eighth grade. Okay. And so she's progressively getting more sick. We don't really know why. Um, you know, like different doctors get all this figured out. We end up going to the Mayo Clinic in Phoenix, Arizona. And that was kind of the last straw. Like we, you know, that's a world famous clinic, right? They kind of deal with this type of thing. And uh, we get there and they think that her reason for being sick is a mental disorder, like an eating disorder, right? And there's yeah. there's tests that you can do for that. Right. We have a doctor here that's been testing her for two plus years, like that's not the problem, right? And yeah. so we have this doctor who's just not listening, won't even have a conversation with her doctor back here. And uh, so we get we get done um, and and basically get sent back home. And that was kind of like where all the all the hope was kind of lost, right And so we get back and within like two weeks she had passed away. Seriously Yeah so uh, and
1: they still don't I'm sorry about that. No you're did, okay. did they find out whatever was?
0: So I mean not really. I think there, there was something there was a thing called a, like a, the Nutcracker disease I believe that's been pretty common in females that they, they but it was kind of like a newer thing that they had only found out within the past like year or two. so yeah. it was kind of just after her and we obviously still don't even know if that's what she had. Um and so yeah so she passed away like a, about a month three actually like 3 weeks before my high school season ever started
1: seriously so kind of tell me if you don't mind like uh like how how did that how did you move forward did you were you still like you know did you persevere obviously you persevere but like right. yeah, tell me how how things went
0: right? right yeah it was you know it was really hard you know my I mean obviously you know you lose your mom at I was only 15 years old right it's really hard so we have a uh, you know, my dad and my brothers were really close. We have really good support system, good family, great friends. And uh, you know, we just kinda gathered together and it was really hard. And uh, you know, I kinda just like I kinda sat down with my dad and it was like this this is what my dad told me. He's like, she so she passed away on a Wednesday and he's like he's like, Look, this like he kinda just sat me and my brothers down, he's like, Look, this is something that we're gonna go through and this is really like it's gonna be really hard. Yeah. But I will not allow you guys or I will not let this moment define who you guys become and he's like it's Wednesday right now and he's like take till Monday and we're getting back into life type of thing. And, and I know like people say that and they're like that, like people hear that and they're like, that's crazy. But it was the best thing I could have like ever done. Yeah. Like it was, it was really hard. Your mom also would want you to like. Of course. But the, the worst thing I could have done was just sat around. Mm-hmm. Like that was the worst possible thing I could have done. Like I still had goals. Like life goes on yeah. regardless of the unfortunate events that, yeah. that happen around you. You know what I mean?
1: Wow, man. So you at a young age had to, uh, you know, overcome adversity, Oh, for sure. Um, man. It for sure. It like sounds your dad really was there as like a good support.
0: Oh system. yeah, one hundred percent. He's the best. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Okay. So, so yeah, we got back in a wrestling room starting that Monday, and then high school season came, you know, like two weeks later, and that's kind of where it all took off. So.
1: Okay. And were, was it hard to focus at that point, or were you? <sighs>
0: in? That was the thing that kind of saved me. Like yeah. I needed, to, I needed to be in a wrestling room. That was, outlet. yeah, that was fast. an outlet. And so I was really, really dialed in. Um, like right at that time was when I like fully, fully just like went, went zero to a hundred on it. You know what right, I mean? Okay. Like pedaled the metal. And
1: you, your your freshman year, senior, obviously made varsity. Right. And, uh, how'd that go?
0: Yeah. So we're, we're going through high school. I was like, I was a really undersized, like the lightest weight class is like 106. I know that's really small, but I was like, I was like 98 pounds. Right. Yeah. So. Luckily, I, like, the biggest thing was just focusing on my skill set because I wasn't going to be able to rely on size, strength, anything like that. So I just really had to dial in. Um, and so high school season was going well. I was, you know, I, like, I hadn't lost. I was, you know, I was winning all these tournaments. Um, and uh, we're, like, halfway into the high school season, and we're competing at uh, Wasatch Duels up in, up in Heber. And uh, my uncle's there to watch me, right? And so we're getting ready to go into our, like, last match of the whole duel tournament And my dad comes up to me and he's like, he's like, uh, what do you say? He just like, he says, he just says my name. He's like, Kyson. I'm like, I'm looking at him and there's like a weird look like at his face. And so my uncle's name is Steven. Yeah.
1: yeah. And so
0: he like looks at me and he's like, Steven just shot himself.
1: Really? So my um, uncle,
0: it's my uncle. He had come to watch me at the tournament that day Mm -hmm. and left and went five minutes away to the, um, you know, Hebrew Valley Hospital, I don't know the name of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, like, committed suicide right in front of the hospital.
1: And was that even remotely on anyone's mind that those. That that
0: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Wow. And he just was watching you, just was there literally just was there and so not only are we like dealing with this like crazy like family thing with my mom like we're like still like you know having a hard time from that and then we have like another event like that happen, and you know all my cousins like his kids are there watching along with my aunt like that they're all there and so it was just like you know it was like what is going on what happened did, um, you, did you guys dip out of there? Or? I, wrestled, I wrestled one more match. I wrestled that last match. Really good kid. Kid ended up being a two-time state champion. Um, uh, yeah, Pleasant Grove kid. Super tough kid. Had, like Had a good match. Be- beat him like 7-0. Super tough kid. Um, and then just went and...
1: You beat him 7-0 and it was tough?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, he's a tough kid, right? And well, and it was like the whole match thing. Like I just get told that. And now I'm like supposed to step onto a mat which with the best kid that I'm going to wrestle that whole tournament. And... Yeah. You know, and still had, like, a – and still won that match, like, in pretty dominating fashion. So that was, like – even still to this day, that was, like, a pretty big, like, personal victory because – Wow,
1: dude. Like, I cannot imagine hearing that news and just then, you know, having to, you know, right. that match and stay focused. Right.
0: Well, and he was a state finalist that year. Oh, wow. So, okay. I mean, Same like – weight class? Uh, yeah. So he he was 6A that year. We were 5A. But, yeah, he was, gotcha. like – he was two-time state champion, four-time finalist. Sometimes it integrates, like,
1: 5A. 6A. Yeah, yeah, correct, because it was a dual tournament. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. So – Wow. yeah yeah so t- take me from there
1: man I'm, I'm sorry that's 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 tough So almost like what else you got like, right that's crazy
0: yeah so I I guess we just like keep rolling with the season I'm you know I'm doing good Win some big tournaments ended up uh I, like by by the end of the year the weight was like 108 right and I'm still like 98 pounds or whatever um so we, we wrestled state that year I ended up being a state champion my freshman year and so it was. It was super so, cool. Was
1: it a surprise, or were you like, dude, I I, I
0: knew it was a- I set out to, to achieve that as a goal, and I knew I was the I was the best guy to go oh. win that win that bracket. Um, and, and the kid who I wrestled in the finals, I had actually beaten at, uh, in the divisionals finals like two weeks prior. Okay. Um, and so I mean, obviously, it's like a big deal when you win, but I had like like the match we wrestled divisionals was like was pretty competitive. I hit, like, a big move kind of toward, like, I was winning by, like, one, and then I, like, threw him to his back, and that's what, like, kind of separated it. I had divisionals. So it was, like, a close match up until that, like, you know, kind of exchange. Um, but state finals had a really good match. I ended up beating him, like, 9-1. Um, I had a good tournament. I had, like, three tech falls to the finals, and then beat him, like, 9-1. It's just, like, and I was, like, way underweight. So it was, uh... So
1: you weren't even worried about cutting. That's a good thing, though. It's not cool. right. to worry about cutting away.
0: Right. So, yeah, good tournament. And then, yeah. So, yeah, good, good freshman year for sure.
1: Sophomore year also?
0: Went well So, sophomore year, I'm. Uh, Not by, I don't want to say well, but. Right. I know that stuff happens. So, but, uh, sophomore year, it's, uh, it's a little different, you know, like you're like returning state champion, I guess. And, um, but, like, it didn't really waver me much because I knew, like, I had bigger goals, like outside. Like, everybody says, like, yeah, I want to be a four time state champion, but that was never really, like, my, like, goal if that makes sense it was the only reason I want to do that is because my dad won three so I wanted to win four like that was the only relevance that that had to me like my goal was to be the best in the country um and so I'm like you know I I don't think I had taken a loss that year I think I was undefeated going uh all the way through like January given it was like the weird COVID year so we didn't like travel nationally Mm -hmm. um but you know I was beating the guys here and uh we're wrestling um, at this tournament called the, called the Rumble, just at, at UVU Big Tournament. And that year it was really stacked because it, it was one of the only tournaments that, were, that was open during COVID. So you had a bunch of guys like all from the West Coast come in, there were some East Coast guys that came down, it was really tough that year. Um, so I was ranked sixth at the country or sixth in the country at the time okay. on floor wrestling. The kid I was wrestling was fifth, I believe. Okay. It was Isaiah Quintero. He's committed to Purdue now. Really good kid. Um, he shoots a single leg, and like goes to sit me like down, and my leg snaps. Oh, no. Boom, sophomore year. So leg completely breaks. What what move was he doing? Uh, He just, like, was in on a single leg, and he just went to, like, run the pipe just to finish. And, like, for whatever reason, my foot didn't slide out. So, like, my butt sat down with my leg still in front of me, and my leg just... Boom. And when you say leg, is it the knee that? So I had a. well, I got a pretty gnarly scar right here and here, but uh, I had a. It was a spiral fracture through my tibia and fibula.
1: Okay, so so down in here. Right,
0: and then I also had like a 35 degree dislocation. So like my knee's right here, my my uh, my legs like over here, right? So pretty. It something freak? Was it a freak accident? Freak accident. So F- completely freak not like accident. He
1: did it. Something
0: like. Yeah, yeah. Hard Just him. for whatever reason, my foot didn't slide. And so one thing that we were told was they there was they like had like a shortage of mats and they had to get like jujitsu mats that Mm -hmm. were there and then they just put circles over them and like the jujitsu mats are like a little more sticky right and so if you're wearing shoes right so for whatever reason my foot didn't slide and so like yeah the the whole like the tournament director and them they were like really worried about like a big like lawsuit or something like that you know I mean we're not those people right you know what I mean they they had to do what they had to do you know what I mean and so. That that's like crappy now because I break my leg. The first thing I say, I'm literally getting carried out. All my friends are right there and I look at them and I'm like, now I can't beat my dad and win four and they're all just laughing their head off because they're expecting me to be like crying or whatever and you know, in the... Did it hurt? I'm sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It hurt. Hurt super bad. Yeah. I just brought out the dark Sounds like humor right away. you doing
1: alright though. You are like hey you got, it. You got
0: it. Yeah. What yeah. I, I, I brought it. out the dark humor a little yeah. bit and every, everybody else was laughing at least. Wow. But.
1: Okay. So, that, so sophomore year you weren't able to uh, get back in time. Were you?
0: I was actually. Oh shoot. So <laughs> yeah. So uh, this was like the stupidest but like craziest thing I've ever done in my life. So I, I get out. I have a so that night, they I uh, get my leg reset, and uh, they give me this stuff called ketamine, and it I hallucinated on it so bad. Okay. Like I like saw a clock and like like stuff. ticking down. I saw my dad like in front of me saying my name, leaving the room, and he was to the side of me the whole time. I was like outside of my own body, looking down at myself, getting worked on. Like it was really trippy. Do
1: you feel like you were actually outside of your body?
0: I have no idea. I have no idea, but it was really gnarly. Sorry, that's kind of off topic a little bit. but So then I'm supposed to have surgery the next morning, but I just had a weight cut for the tournament because it was like an actual big tournament, right? And that sophomore year was like the first time where I really started to cut a little bit of weight. And so they wouldn't let me do surgery for another 48 hours because they wanted me to recover after my wake-up. Yeah, it's a little wild. So now I'm literally, I'm just sitting at my house taking ibuprofen. My leg is completely broken. Yeah. Like it's set now, so it feels better, but it's still broken. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just waiting to get, waiting to go into surgery. So I go to surgery and... uh we're watching, uh, I get done, we go watch the, I miss like, the, we dueled like Mountain View or something. I had to miss because I was like, I had just like gone out of surgery, right? That night, or so it was like two, three days later, we go and watch, uh, we duel like Alta, right? Mm-hmm. And we shouldn't like never, like it should never even be like a close duel. <laughs> and we had like three guys that were out, n- like not including me. Like we had like a weird like sickness come through and like we had some guys that were just like taken out by it. And then, obviously, my leg was broke, so I couldn't compete. But we ended up losing the duel, and that just, like, lit a fire in me. I was like, how?
1: Was was this soon after your leg was broke? Like,
0: this this duel was, like, three days after. And so, like, this happens in January. And so I'm just, like, furious. I'm like, how? And they're, like super like over the top like cheering like it Alters, was like yeah, it was like spiteful kind of yeah oh, wow. yeah and so like there wasn't even like a rivalry but for whatever reason like on that <laughs> night they were just re- oh yeah yeah anytime we wrestled out I was like yeah. you better smash these guys right
1: that's
0: right uh, and so I'm I'm just like I'm kind of furious and I'm like my dad knows it and I'm kind of telling him I'm like like this is bugging me right and he's like well do you like think you could find a way to wrestle and I'm like <laughs> no like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like no, right? And so, he's like, "Well, like, I, I, I think you could do it." And I'm like, like "I'm like, yeah." And so I'm like, "No, <laughs> like, I, there's no way." And so we start driving, like driving, and it's like we're kind of just like sitting in silence, me and my dad, because I think we're thinking the, we're thinking the same thing there's right now. Wavelength. Yeah, and I kind of just look over at him. I'm like, "I think I could do it." And he's like, <laughs> "He's like, I know you can." And so we like the next day we kind of just like put together a plan yeah, you had surgery yeah have you no i've had surgery, okay, surgery. yes yeah, so i'm like yeah i'm like a you know 2 3 days out of surgery okay sure 3 days. <laughs> yeah like we're kind of just thinking of ways we could do it he's like well what if you like i'm like i think i could like wrestle on a knee right and like we just wrap your leg whatever and so we're this banter is going back and forth and it's between my dad and and me and nobody knows obviously but us too yes and so we like we show up in the wrestling room one day and none of my teammates even know coaches, nothing. And so I have like this, my, my boot that like this big black boot. Right. And so I get it. We like bubble wrap it and then we like tape around it. Right. And so me and my dad are like in the corner of the room and we're just like, like messing around, like of what, like how we could make this work. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just like, I'm like, kind of, like, getting a feel for it, just, like, moving and circling, and he's kind of, like, you know, like, you know, he's just doing, like, stance of motion, basically. I'm kind of just following him, getting the feel, and then I start, like, shooting, like, low-level shots, which is what I'm good at on my feet anyway, but kind of just, obviously, doing the same thing, but yeah. just without a leg.
1: Yeah, underneath.
0: And so, we're kind of just, like, messing around, and, but, like, I, it's, like, feeling, like, not that bad, yeah, yeah. like, to where I'm, like, at a point where I feel like I could, like, defend myself, and so... My dad's like, do you think you could do this? And I was like, yeah, but the one thing now I got to like consider is I can't like cut weight cuz I'm still in my uh oh sorry, I'm not even in my boot. I'm in my hard cast right now. So, I can't like lose weight cuz I can't even really be like sweating yeah. cuz I can't like clean this out, yeah, right? Right. <laughs> so, uh we like go check my weight and I'm uh, the weight that I was going to wrestle was 113 and I was like I was like 112.1 and I was like This is even with the cast. Wow. Right. Yes. And so for whatever reason, like I was, I wasn't like really cutting weight that year, but like I was at least 113 pounds, like at least. And, um, and so he's like, like, do you think you could do it? I'm like, probably like, I don't know, you know? And so, um, we make the decision. I'm chatting with my coaches and they're like, Hey, if you think you can do it, like we, I mean, we'd love to have you obviously. And so. And This is
1: for just a regular tournament, or is this
0: for state? Or? So divisionals is the qualifier for state. Oh, okay. So this is like right when I'm so you're back. Trying to get back into divisionals, I got to just get right back into it. Like I don't have time to like progressively do it. And I think that part of like it, that was a bad thing because I didn't have more time to practice. But also like I wasn't just going to wrestle a whole season with my leg broken. Like yes. the fact that it was right around the corner was the only thing that made it like we could do it. Yeah, you know what I mean? And so I'm at divisionals and I'm sitting down in my chair. I have my crutches. And I'm kind of just chatting to everybody, and people are like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry," like, like you know, your season's over. And I was like, "Little do, like little do you know." Also, so one one real thing, where one thing real quick. So I told you I missed that mountain view duel. I couldn't go watch. This kid, uh, super nice kid, his name's Gable Stoddard. Sorry, I'm like calling everybody out this video. He writes me this like. Share with them all. He gives me this like letter with a like it has a cold stone gift card in it Mm -hmm. and it was like he he said he was like like i'm really like i'm really sorry like we didn't get to like compete against each other i was like looking forward to it like i'm so sorry about your injury happy too because he and i think it was like meant to be a like a nice gesture Mm -hmm. but i took it as like thank you for being injured, I can, like, I'm yeah. going to be in contention to win state now, and, that's like,
1: that, that might have been it, he might have been so grateful,
0: that, that may, did. I don't know, I don't know, I don't, he was a nice kid, so I don't yeah. think that's what his intentions were, we but didn't. that is exactly how I took it, and I was so spiteful, I was like, I'm coming back, like, how
1: much was it for, 15
0: bucks, I didn't even use it,
1: <laughs> you didn't even use it, bro, <laughs> like,
0: forget that. I couldn't, dude, I could not use that gift card, yeah. I didn't use it, um, shout out Gable started though. That was really (laughs) nice of you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so I'm at divisionals now and I'm sitting with my crutches in the, in the chair and everybody's, you know, saying like, you know, I'm so sorry you can't compete, yada, yada, yada. And, uh, I'm kind of just thinking like, little do they know, like they have no idea. So they call my weight class to go weigh in. I start, I take all my stuff off. I get in my singlet and I'm crutching over and I hear everybody like, like gasp, like what is right. going on, right? Like it's it's my silent friend. and it's so apparent that every eye on that building is like on me right now. Because they thought you were out. Dude. Thought I was out, and wow. so they're like super confused, right? Yes,
1: yeah.
0: And uh, yeah, super cool moment. Yeah. And so and so it's like weird because it's like I hear the gasp, but then it just goes silent. But like I can tell, like I'm I'm like, I, like I like look to my side and like everybody's just staring at me. Good. So yeah,
1: you're here, like I'm about to surprise everybody here. Right.
0: So. Then they're doing, like, the seating meeting. Payson is trying to get me thrown out of the tournament because they think I'm here just to screw up the seating and make it beneficial for somebody. Like, I, I don't even know what they thought we were doing. Yeah, but they yeah. thought, like, my intention wasn't to compete. It was just, like, first show. Okay. And then, little do you know, like, I was out on the mat, like, 20 seconds later. So the goal for divisionals was to only qualify. Okay. I wasn't trying to, like, win divisionals. I was just trying to make it to state Without because... Getting- Without getting hurt, and so you just needed to be top eight, and add a, and then and then now I would have had a two week there's a two week gap between divisionals and state, so I was like I just got to qualify, and then get there right. So I wrestle my first match, get a takedown, put him on an armbar, pin him. Like I'm I'm like on a knee right. I have to crutch onto the mat. I can't walk. So this is wild, bro. Second match. I'm in the quarterfinals now. Wrestle my second match, kind of similar. Like like take him down, get him an armbar, pin him. Qualified, done. So now I'm done. I got that two week gap to train.
1: So, so you got just the quarterfinals one, and you're like, hey, let me just forfeit. Yeah. So now I'm in the yeah. semis right now. And then you're like,
0: top six, you need top eight. I'm done. So like, I don't care about my seating for state because yeah, I'm either in, right? right. So I just, I'm just done. Yeah. And so like, obviously I'm there watching my team, but like I'm done. Yeah. Like I'm done competing. Smart. And so take that two week gap. I'm like kind of training, but like how much training can I actually do? You yeah. know what I mean? It was kind of a lot of it was like practicing how to, like, possibly score without um, getting hurt in the meantime. Yeah. So we get to state. Did it hurt, by
1: the way, as you're trained? Did someone, like, lay on your leg or did something happen? where? You're
0: it was, like, it was pretty sensitive. Like, if it was to get pulled at all, it was pretty sensitive. But the way that I did it was so, like, you would expect me to put the one that I had hurt back, but I actually put it forward because then it was tucked right here. And so, like, it was pretty hard to grab. So we get to state, and everybody's still, like, like, no way he's going through with this. So first match goes out, uh, get on a leg, uh, take the kid down, put him in an armbar, pin him. Boom. So if there's first match. I'm in the quarters. So now I'm wrestling this kid, uh, another Payson kid. His Eduardo Cabrera. Like, kind of like new uh like tough kid but just like he wins a lot of his matches just kind of based off of aggression uh, and uh i got my leg torqued so many times in that match and he probably knew he probably was going for it too right oh i 100 percent he uh, and and here's the thing is like people were like oh that's dirty but it's it's really not like mm-hmm. i'm the one choosing to be out there injured like you grab my leg all you want, like that's free game. You know what I mean? Like right. I'm not gonna be spiteful of that, cause I'm not like I'm Good for you, man. You know what I mean? Like I can't be that's angry right, at that.
1: Eduardo, come on, beat me, beat me without pulling on my.
0: Brother. Yeah, well, that's the thing is, like he's he's out there trying to trying to kill me, like yeah. regardless yeah. of if I'm hurt or not, he's trying to be a state champion. I'm trying to be a state champion. If he's gonna hurt me, that's you yeah. know what I mean. Like I don't. Props to him for that. You yeah. know what I mean? So he gets in a he like to the point where like he's like in a front headlock and he like let go to leg pass me. <sighs> To, like, twerk my leg. And I was like, I don't know. This guy. Like I said, I didn't get too mad about it. But, so, we're kind of, like, in a crazy match. I'm down, like, two to zero because my leg is killing me. Yeah. He's, like, popping it. It popped mid-match. And, like, I, like, call injury time. My dad's, like, we're, like, my dad's, like, we're pulling you. And I'm, like, no, you're not. Like, I'm, like, I'm finishing this match. And so, I end up getting a takedown with, like, ten seconds left. Really? So, now we're in overtime. Nobody scores. Double overtime. I put him in a tilt. Roll him through. I have him there for like seven, eight seconds. I don't get a single count. Uh, the kid's like f- like, like yeah. way past where he should be. So then he rides me out. I can't get off a bottom. I can't stand. Triple overtime comes. It's back on your feet, right? No. So it's ride or die, ultimate, oh, highbreaker. Okay. And he picks top. And so I'm like, uh, no. shoot, I might be done. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know what to do. So... I just, like, I, like, post my leg, try to Gramby. He follows. I rotate on my head, circle, and I Peterson him to his back and reverse him yes. to his back, win the match. Oh my Crazy. God. The whole building's going nuts. Yes. It was, like, the weird COVID year, too. So State usually is at UVU, yes. but they had to do it at Wasatch High School. So you have, like, a ton of people in this, like, small gymnasium, and people are just going livid, yes. like freaking wow. out. Did
1: you have that? I gotta watch that,
0: man. I gotta, it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Yeah, that. yeah, great. you can find it. It's uh, you'll just you have to like go back and uh, run like through the whole tournament because yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. live streamed or whatever. But you can watch that oh, match if you find it. Cool, I could probably send it to you. Um, so now we get to the semis. Uh, you know, pretty solid kid. Uh, this uh, I end up wrestling my match. Um, I'm like down by like a point, and or i'm down by like three points i like peterson the kid again that was like my move that day i don't even okay, do that move sure. at all reverse him and should have gotten near fall didn't get on top
1: with these refs, man? i
0: don't know dude it was weird it was weird it was and weird. uh so i put him in an armbar and a half and i'm literally like about to pin him he posts his hand and crawls me straight out of bounds from the center to the edge line get and i can't post my leg right i have one leg so i'm like trying to like drag him in but there's nothing i can do no flea call nothing that was like my chance so i end up losing the match i end up losing the match whatever uh end up going for for third place pin my kid for third End up taking third right obviously that wasn't the goal but the guy that you lost to the crawled out did he end up winning pinned his guy in like the first round in 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 the state in yeah in the state finals yeah and so like i trained with that kid after and
1: does that bother but it probably doesn't bother you too much
0: I was I was there like, yeah, yeah. Lit- like literally seventy five percent like my yeah. leg's gone right.
1: And he almost he he crawled out on you.
0: You're right, and so I almost I mean I still took third estate, like yeah, it was amazing. I did all I could do right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean I'm not, I wasn't like happy that I took third like I, I that wasn't my you goal. You you wanted that right. Yeah. So yeah, next two years go by. Um, I win two more state titles after that, and then. So it sounds
1: like that sophomore year you really is a big was a big, was a big uh, moment in this, like for yourself and like mentality. Right.
0: Well, and it did a big it, it that that moment regardless of like like I, the goal wasn't achieved, but that helped me with recruiting a lot because there were some schools that saw that and were like. This kid's a beast. Like he's like uh, I, I show like I was able to show like I was able to show grit. Like I don't know. Yeah. Who else would have been willing to do what I was willing to do on that did, uh, day? So, was
1: Penn State looking at you at that point? No. Uh, when did so,
0: happening? Yeah, so recruiting first started to kind of open up. I was talking to, like, you know, a good handful of schools. Um, you know, in total, i probably talked to, like, about 20 that were probably Division I. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, I kind of just, you know, I was talking to other schools. I took some other recruiting trips. I took one to Navy. I took one to Brown. I took uh, and I took one to Penn State and then I was going to take one to North Dakota State and then possibly one to Nebraska also. Um, But, uh, yeah, so I uh, Kyler Sanderson is my club coach. So obviously his brother Kale is um, is the you know, and his older brother Cody, those are the coaches at Penn State. Right. And um, so, yeah, I kind of just. You know, obviously, you know, the connection was there. And, uh, you know, I got a call from Cody one day and just, you know, he's like, hey, you know, I heard you're interested in going to Penn State. I'm like, of course, I'm interested in going to Penn State. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and so, yeah, the opportunity, you know, the that was kind of when the whole recruiting process came and went on my visit there. And I was just like
1: top on your list always. Or did you have something else?
0: So I was always an Iowa fan growing up because I was born in Iowa. But I had this like I've had this weird feeling since I was like 12. Or thirteen, I wasn't a Penn State fan, but I had the weirdest feeling that I was going to end up there. Yeah. And I don't, like, know how to explain it, but, like, very, very strong feeling. Yeah, and man. then when the opportunity presented itself, it was kind of like, like, i got to take advantage it's of this. Right. You, yeah, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I ended up going. One of the
1: greatest coaches out
0: there. Man. Yeah, I do, all those guys are. And so I guess the thing that really sealed the deal, too, was um, – I was, you know, I was kind of like, I've been interested in the military, right? So that's why I took a, a um, recruiting trip to Navy. Um, but uh, Penn State has an ROTC program. And so they have like, uh, you know, like the, the ROTC four-year scholarship or whatever. And so I was like, I'm going here. I'm going to like, I'm going to apply for it, Right. And so I ended up applying. There's like 96,000 applicants. Only 2,800 get the scholarship. Oh, really? And then of the tw- nationwide nationwide, okay. and then of the 2,800, it's uh, split into three groups between a two-year, three-year, and four-year winner. So I end up getting the four-year scholarship. And up. so I was just like that sealed the deal. So I was like that
1: you got as you're going to Penn State. Yeah,
0: that's the one I'm, uh, uh, I'm going to primarily uh, be on. Right. right. So um, and so
1: Did Penn State hook it up too with like any academic.
0: Uh, like they can't even offer academic scholarship because they have so many students. So that's the other thing that's hard. And when you're in a room where you have, you know, eight returning All-Americans, and then now you had two transfers that came in, ten returning All-Americans, right? I mean, how much money can you really come by? You know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, once that, once that uh, you know, happened, that kind of just sealed the deal, and I was, was ready so, to... So
1: the ROTC thing is, is what enabled you to get that... Uh, the, the the pay for the school,
0: well, right? really, it was like almost better than any scholarship I could have gotten. Like, it pays for everything, right? I
1: mean, I mean you probably honestly got it too from your, your, your story, right? You probably told them a little bit. Like oh, yeah,
0: about yeah, it. oh, yeah, yeah, for so sure. That, that you. For sure, helps for sure, it. right? Well, and it's like, it doesn't really matter how you're, how the school's getting paid for. If it's yeah, free, it's free, no, you know no, what I mean? No, so. No.
1: That's so cool, okay. Right. So, so, you got recruited and you're heading there in eight days?
0: Eight recruited. days, yeah. Oh, yeah, so...
1: Wow, dude, that was, a, that was a lot. That was a lot of good stuff, man. So I think it's amazing that I was able to get you here, chat with you, because you're going to be able to look back at this interview uh, and so will I, when you're a freaking champ. And yeah, uh, that's the goal. That's, yeah, the goal. that's the goal, dude. Yeah, for sure. You're going to look back at this, and, and that's the cool thing about doing podcasts like this because you can see your journey. I mean, you've, right. you've kind of documented it for us so far, but I mean, you got a lot more to go. So kind of tell us right now, speak it into existence. What's the goal? What are you trying to do in college? What's after so we can look back and be like, hey, that, that
0: happened. Yeah, so, I mean, the main goal right now is to be NCAA champion. And so, um, you know, whether that happens this upcoming year, whether it happens, you know, sometime in the future, like, that's that's the goal, and I'm, I'm, I'm chasing it, I'm hungry for it, and, you know, I'm going to go get it. Um, and then, uh, you know, after college, um, you know, it kind of depends with what I want to do with career, but uh, you know, if the wrestling always pans out, you know, like I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot to be Olympic champion too. So okay, go to Olympics too. Yeah, yeah. Is, so is
1: the uh, you said you're interested in the, the Navy, right, or the Army? Yeah, the right, right. Is that do you have to follow through the career with that because you're using that scholarship or not? not
0: so that was the thing that was really cool is I can uh, part of my service can be competing for the WCAP, uh, and so that's like kind of the nice What's thing. The it's, WCAP? Uh, it's the it's like the It's the wrestling club that the Army has. And so it'll give me the opportunity to still train at Penn State and then have that compete as my service, and then I'd have, like, sponsorships by the military. So it kind of just all really made sense. And, you know, plus, like, you have the opportunity to get government clearance and, like, you know, all the access that you have. You know what I'm saying? So It's like it's all
1: kind of panning out.
0: Yeah, for sure. It was the best possible route i could have taken wow. like of of any of the you know any of the paths i could have had so well, pretty well, exciting it's
1: freaking been a pleasure to learn about your journey you have anything else you want to leave with the listeners the viewers that or say something to your fans that are going to be watching this you have anything you want to leave us
0: with uh yeah i think uh you know i think the biggest thing is you know you're going to have trials and tribulations that come up all the time i think the the biggest thing as far you know you're talking about being a winner i think the biggest the biggest thing that you can do is is set goals right and just don't let anybody get in the way of them you know set your goals create a path on how you're going to achieve that goal and just stay consistent with the process you know there's ups and lows and you know i've had tournaments where i've done well tournaments where i haven't but you know when you stay the like you know you, you stay the stay the flow right and you know you're going to get what you want so
1: no, dude, I'll, I'll I'll add to that. I think that's amazing, and that's like that's the good thing about sports, right? Or wrestling. It's like we, we all had to lose. We all lose, the, like in, at least in the beginning, right? Right. So you 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 know how to overcome the trials and tribulations. For sure. And there's losses, even you know when you're amazing, sometimes you get caught, right? So it keeps you humble and you you stay on the path. So, uh, dude, I'm so excited for you. You're gonna go out there. You're gonna become a, a champion, Olympic exactly. champion. If that's what you want. You 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 pretty much have the blueprint because you've done it. On how to achieve what you want. You, right. find you just go for it. And go for it. Stay consistent. So, dude, I'm excited to see your journey. Appreciate Keep it. Coming. And, next uh, Thrive, we're out.